regional directors meeting and sitting there and you know, that uh, Bundy and JG know like, hey, it's heading your way. Bundy said he got a few raindrops and it kind of just got real dark and then went over. Same thing happened here. I don't even think we got a few raindrops. So we lucked out from the storm, but I was kind of hoping that I wouldn't have to water flowers and <laughs> gardens and such. Yeah, well, we're currently in a we're in a tornado watch just uh, north of Harrisburg coming our way, and I know there's some weather from the Ohio River Valley kind of hitting the western tip of PA, which could end up coming your way. So, just to throw that out to everybody listening live, if there's any glitches or any issues, it might just be weather related. Yeah. So, be but safe you know the summer. How, how's the summer going for you? Uh hectic, very hectic, but good. Kind of getting in the the groove it's our uh well second week off um but just getting in their groove my daughter's been busy with activities we've had the we had the state board meeting last weekend so prep for that coming back from that getting caught up on stuff around the, the house and trying to get into my pattern how about you yeah no uh, um third week or so of uh summer vacation and um oh, uh third week of summer vacation but uh this week we had steam camps at my school so um uh from eight till noon each day we had about 50 kids in um you know we're doing some minecraft edu the kids are building and we love giving them uh the uh introduction to what a homeowners association is but this time they had a beach community so they had to actually create their ocean then a sand area the beach then the beach house and then we would throw in little things like we have this panic alarm that goes off calling the kids in and hey, the beach community—they want—they want, they want uh, a boardwalk on the beach. So the kids had to go back and make a boardwalk, and then the next day they get started. And then you call them back in. Hey, you know, the beach community was walking your boardwalk, and what do you guys? What do you like to do at the boardwalk when you're, you know, if you're in, if you're at the beach? And they'll throw out some ideas, you know. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, what? So some of the Verno family's favorites are Grotto Pizza. We always got to hit up a Grotto's <laughs> Pizza, uh, fractured prune, or different things like that, yeah. the donuts and. You know, got to hit, got to, you know, spend some money on the, the quarter machines trying to win stuff. So the kids had to go back and they had to build the things that they like, that they've experienced. or And if they haven't been to the beach, seen it on TV, or just they're working in groups of three or four, um, then you call them back in like, hey, we need a snack shack. There's, people are hungry on the beach, you know. So just constantly giving them different things and then and then showing them how to do the coding. Um, so to make the beach, they actually coded 1,000 boxes of TNT and then blew it up. Then they had to fill it with water. <laughs> so <laughs> that became the fun one. Um, and then teaching them how do you adjust and change code. So instead of a thousand boxes of TNT, why don't you have your agent do a tower of a thousand water buckets? And then all that water flows to fill the ocean. So then you get to talk, you know, I, I, I can, again, I know a lot of people have commented before enjoying the, the Minecraft talk. I could talk for hours and we need to eventually hit a podcast where we do talk about Minecraft. But um it's just, you know, it's a fun week. I mean, you're working with some great kids. They, they chose to be there. You're going over some things. I had my youngest daughter there helping me out. So she was able to work with some kids, too, and, and share some things. And, um, and my nephew came in the town just for the camp, just to kind of hang out with, uh, with his uncle and, and get to do some Minecraft stuff. So it was, a, it was a good time. So today was the last day of that. So uh, who knows? Maybe I'll get to sleep in tomorrow. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> That's great. I would love to have, like, a steam camp at our school. We were doing a little bit of summer school, so I'm getting, you know, my office hours, virtual office hours, trying to do, trying to stay productive, you know, do some relaxation, some work around the house, get some projects done, do some stuff for next year for school, a little bit of exercise in there, stuff for summer school, some stuff for PACP, kind of break my day into little chunks so I get something, a little taste of everything throughout the day and get some relaxation and recharging in. Because uh, that's the key, man. This this time of year, you gotta you gotta unplug a little bit and regroup. Yeah, and that's kind of been the theme of our our times together, talking about recharging, relaxing, and hitting different avenues. And whether it's self care, whether it's just spending time with family, you know, it's really important for me. One of the best the best things that happened yesterday, I picked up my Harley Davidson. It's been in the shop since October, since I laid her down. So I was finally able to get that back and. Hear the, uh, the 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 twins cranking out a little bit, and even took my nephew on a little ride today. So I'm um, hoping to uh, make it up to my my family's house, my my 
my daughter graduated high school, so she's done. We had her party. My nephew graduated this year as well, so uh, take about a two-hour road trip up there. My family will be in the car, and my daughters will they'll, they'll take different segments of the ride. They're not ready for a two-hour ride with yeah. dad alone on the bike, but a nice two-hour ride, just uh, the wind in my beard and, um, you know, just going through. So that's definitely what uh, Saturday is calling for. Um, and it'll be fun. My uncle, well, you know, you look up to your uncles and yeah. he just started riding. So I've seen some video of him and, and he laughs about, he only goes to like the high school that I grew up in back. It's like a two mile stretch is all he rides on it. So I'm hoping to swing by there and stretch him another about a half mile getting to my parents' house from where he normally goes. Yeah. So do a little so, family ride to there. And so, so it should be good. And just seeing family, it's always good. I got to know, do you let the beard flow freely or do you hair band it while you're on the cycle? I, you know, so so I have trimmed it up. I'll move the microphone here. All right, I have trimmed it up. It was down to about here, all right, before I trimmed it. Um, when it was down here, I would put it in, a, in, in it's not a hair band. It's a beard band. So beard I would beard band, band it up. Right. Uh, but no, this, I was letting it go. It's not really doing too much, you know. Um, not hurting my eyes too much. So, um, yeah, so pretty good. So um, so that's always good. But, you know, Don, we got, we got a good one to talk about. I think it's time for something. What do you think? Yeah, um, it's a different night, but you know what? Different time. I think we're ready for the PACT pod. Here we go. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, again, welcome to the official PACT pod, the official podcast of the PACT organization. Uh, my name is Eric Verno. I am the vice president of the PACT and uh, co-hosting with me, I have Dom Salvucci, Southwest Region's Regional Director, PACT. And welcome to the June edition of the PACT pod. We are on a different night, as Dom alluded to earlier before we kicked into our intro. Uh, we are... We are prepping it. We're doing it this week because uh, we're going to be talking today about an ISTE preview and several members of our PHT organization, myself included, will be at ISTE. And we just thought it'd be better to push our podcast a little bit um, instead of trying to do it. So uh, this is the 12th episode and uh, stepping on your way to summer vacay, recharge and relax. And let's talk about an ISTE 22 preview. Yes. So. What, what things have you been up to technology-wise, man? Um, just going back through, uh, actually revamping, took uh, all my class notes. I saved everything as I went through the notes and did stuff with the students, things we wrote on the interactive whiteboard, comments they had. I'm going through and revamping. I, I threw a lot of uh, questions out, kind of pulling the students, asking, getting feedback from them, and more uh, formative and getting their opinions. I'm going through my notes and going through uh, presentations and activities and adjusting based on their comments. I do a little bit throughout the year, but now I've, I've been taking time. We like said trying to do a little bit every day. Sit down with my morning coffee and go through and take one unit at a time and feed through the comments, delete some information, add some things, add some different activities, and you know make notes of what I have to research further into the summer. So doing stuff along those lines. Um, yeah, I, this isn't the only, uh, well, this is the only live stream I do, but I have a couple other podcasts I do, and uh, keeping those going in the summer because my honors kids are doing a summer reading, and I've also incorporated a segment for my summer school kids. Not that they're going to listen to it, but it's there as a resource for them, um, you know, so I'm keeping that going too, which, um, before we get into some technology stuff because i want to ask you i know you were talking about some things you were working on we have some big news here at the pact pod i think we should break it now before we get a little all right man well we don't have a breaking news banner we got to work on that one yeah. all right go ahead hit it <laughs> um pact pod officially officially has its own youtube channel we're no longer sell, uh, sharing the youtube channel with info at pact we have our own channel so don't unsubscribe to them because um Professional Development is coming out with some good stuff, and Info is going to be using their channel. But we have our own channel, so resubscribe, 
find us BACP Pod on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel because that's where all of our content is going to be. And Eric, you would like to explain to them what we're going to do with some of our content? Yeah. So I, you know, one of the big things is working on continually refining, continually working with. You know, we're going to glean some insight from today's guest that we'll be sharing with later about you know the podcast experience and rolling things out. So. In that concept, in that effort to really streamline things, we wanted to move the channel over, keep it free from the other things going on at BACT. We wanted to be able to take our, our tech notes and almost turn them into tech note bites to be able to make them small little segments, little playlists that you'd be able to refer to that instead of having to fast forward through, you know, the, the, the beard and the, and the Pittsburgher, uh, you're able to just go ahead and click it open. Oh, I want to hear about, oh, they talked about Canva that one time. Boom, there's the Canva video. Oh. They were talking about, um, you know, OneNote the one time, boom, Minecraft the one time, that the, the tech bytes will be there. Even our guest speakers make those bite size things that we can, you know, look at. You can share if you wanted to, like, um, share it with somebody. You know, it's just a, a shorter version. So really working on cleaning up that YouTube page and uh, making it definitely more user-friendly. And, and again, the other concept is, uh, you know, on the back end, the PST organization, um, our PD committee is is, you know, churning up, you know, getting everything ready for fall. And uh, we wanted to make sure we cleared space that they would be able to do their version of organizing uh, in that stream, uh, working with the, the PD concept. So most definitely. Yeah. It's so, yeah, good. so good, Dom. No, it's going to be good once we get everything set up. And like you were saying, I like the fact that, you know, we have the different segments of the whole show. We have a feed of the whole show. We a lot of times do the call them teaser shows or the, the commercials, infomercials for the upcoming shows. That'll be in a playlist. So we'll have everything organized for you guys. And if you want to watch the whole shebang, we'll have it for you. If you don't have time, you can grab the little bits and pieces here and there and watch them at your leisure. So tell yeah. your friends, please subscribe. <laughs> and to go with what you were saying, kind of end of the year, you know, I, I really sat and was cleaning through the OneNote notebooks, you know, getting everything. Here's the old, here's the new. Uh, really trying to think about how am I utilizing it? You know, am I causing overload, extra graphics? Just kind of going through all that geeky backend kind of stuff that, you know, to set things up. You know, I don't I don't bring home books. I bring home OneNote notebooks to kind of go through. Uh, working on that organization concept. And now for me this year, you know, I've been teaching. This is go, I'll be going into my 24th year of teaching. Uh, we had our new building open. We're going to be going into year 12. So I had a, you know, get rid of garbage after, you know, half of my tenure, about 12 years, clean stuff out, moving from one building to another. Uh, now our team is being moved from one floor to another. So there was that other version of clean out. And uh, so the last day of school, uh, the second half of it, you know, the kids went home. I mean, we had more crying tears than ever this year. It was very interesting. And um and it's their last year in the building, and there's all that kind of sentiment and things of that nature. And uh, I always laugh. I'm like, ah, you know, you said you wanted to get rid of Mr. Verno. You couldn't wait to hear some tears flowing. And, uh, but then I spent the time taking all the boxes, the bookcases, the the desks, like, you know, just moving everything. So uh, I was beat tired. But um, so my thing is, you know, trying to work on uh, when everything gets done, all the cleaning, everything gets done to sneak some time in there here and there to kind of unbox some things you know as yeah. opposed to you know having those things that you have off the wall you're, you're probably going into the same room so it'll be a little different experience for me going coming in the fall so i'm trying to organize and compartmentalize it because it's important school pact family yeah. you know keep it time for everything else it, it takes a while but you know what because i i switched rooms two years ago um right as we were you know going through the covid um right after the lockdown and I switched just around the corner from my other room and I found a bunch of notes and drawings of students. And it's great looking back because you have stuff you know, up on your wall, taped to the wall. You forget, not, not that you forget about it because it's there, but it just becomes part of the wall. And as you're going through and taking them down and looking at the names and the students, it's yeah. pretty cool to go back and reminisce. So and I, I was just able, because of COVID, when I switched, we couldn't hang anything up because they were scrubbing everything. And they didn't want a lot up on the wall. So uh, this past year is whenever I started hanging up a lot of that old student artwork and stuff. And it's it's nice reminiscing. You also you have a good time when you're unboxing. Yeah. You know, so so pulling together all the things that tie there between, 
you know, changing rooms out, maybe changing states, uh, you know, organizing and compartmentalizing your life. And then also talking about the ISTE concept, you know, I'd like to invite to the pod. We have our, our moment for our guest speaker, our pod guest. So we're going to get to our guest speaker, Jeff Bradbury, in one second. Let's cue that beautiful bean footage. Mr. Jeff Bradbury, my brother from another mother, how are you doing this evening? I am doing absolutely fantastic. It is great to see everybody and great to uh, be on the program. Thanks for having me today. Thanks and we for are truly stuff. honored. Yeah, and I think this is the first time uh, you met Dom Salvucci. Mm -hmm. So yep. Dom, uh, Jeff Bradbury. There's the Good info. to meet you. Nice to meet you too, <laughs> sir. I've been yelled at too many times when I go to a party or somewhere and I don't introduce my wife. So I need to make sure I introduce my co-host <laughs> to our guest speaker. I got, can't mess up. So listen, here we go. I'm going to take a deep breath. I know he's going to shut me down soon. So here's your intro. Ready? I was pulling stuff off of Mr. Bio. Jeff Bradbury is a technology integration specialist and the creator of the Teacher Cast Educational Network. Created as a passion project to assist teachers in understanding education technology, Jeff recorded the first teacher podcast in the summer of 2011. TeacherCast is rated as one of the top 50 educational websites. In 2018, Jeff created the TeacherCast Tech Coaches Network to support instructional technology coaches and educationalpodcasting.com, a learning portal to teach educators how to infuse podcasting into their curriculum. He's working as a, a Google certified educator. He's an MIE expert trainer, and he's also got a new endeavor. One of the real things I want to dive into and even stealing some spicy nuggets of the podcast life because he's been doing it for a long time. He's working with ISTE with a new podcast. So, Jeff, did I miss anything? Father of triplets. And that's the most important one that we want to finish with. Dad, of, oh man, you got it. You got the triplet do. I got three girls, but they were spaced out. It's a different world you are in, my friend. I just put them to bed and I said to each of them, this is the last time I'm giving a hug to a second grader because tomorrow oh. they'll be tomorrow they'll be third graders. Oh, oh, that is awesome. So and I know yeah. you're probably at that point where people say this to you and you kind of like you smile, <laughs> like enjoy the time while it's here. Yeah. But when you're in the midst of the storm, it's tough to hear that one. But coming from a, a dad who's got a daughter that just graduated, I got an 11th grader, ninth grader. My, my wife got lost in the Instagram feed looking at old pictures and stuff like it, it's a cool time. So that's if awesome. you if you have multiple kids at multiple times, you'll always have a second grader to hug when you have them all at once you'll never have another second grader. Mm, that's so, wild. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So let's go. We, uh, it, that, that's how we start. <laughs> and then here's how I know they're so important. Cause if you go to the teacher cast website and you do the about Jeff, there's the picture of the three of them right at the top. That was so awesome. It choked me up when I was looking at that earlier. Um, that's cool stuff. And, and you know what? Family's important. Even how Dom, we were saying, compartmentalizing. So yeah. I'm sure you have to do a lot of compartmentalizing in your life. Absolutely. There's so much stuff going on these days. I'm having a blast looking forward to uh, seeing everybody in New Orleans. We're a week and a half away or whatever we are here. And I'm so pumped and looking forward to getting down there into, uh, in, into the, into the conference center. Yeah, that's awesome. So now before we jump into ISTE stuff, I know you had a move cause you were in the Jersey area. Now I yeah. believe in the Connecticut area. Is that correct? Yeah, I was uh, taught in New Jersey for 20 some years or so. Three years ago, I uh, got a, an amazing position in uh, Norwalk Public Schools where I'm now our lead instructional coach. I'm having an opportunity to uh, really help shape digital learning in our school district, uh, working with an amazing group of instructional coaches. And uh, this year, I spent a lot of time in a K-5 elementary school doing a lot of damage and having a lot of fun and, and teaching kids how to do podcasting and, and videos and, and you name it. We had such a fun time this year. Uh, today was their graduation from fifth grade and uh, we did a live broadcast. It was the first time the school really live broadcasted a thing. And it was awesome because you heard all these teachers saying, oh, we were watching it on our ViewSonic boards and stuff like really, really, really cool. And that's just an opportunity for me to bring the teacher cast world into the uh, instructional coaching world. So had a blast today. It was really, really cool. That's awesome. I mean, the real life learning, because again, like we're looking, Dom and I work with yeah. PHC doing the podcast. 
every you know everybody and their brother started a podcast during the pandemic. A lot of your <laughs> our athletes and stuff. I mean, all over the place. You know, from from the good to the bad to the ugly. You know, we got all in between. And uh, but really, you know, there's different things. Like when 3D printing came out, I remember looking at my class when I was doing 3D printing teams. And like, listen, I could tell you that the realm of the Jetsons. When you get older, you're gonna have 3D printers in your home zipping stuff off you know now in new york city they got food 3d printers all that jazz you know robotics came out the coding side was it was also there before 3d but now it's in the forefront with different games and things that are going on podcasting is just it's one of those things now i think it's just kind of hits more mainstream and powerful you know i've been doing this for 12 years 11 years with teacher cast i think we're in the fifth wave of educational podcasts which is really cool um, I've seen it come up. I've seen it go down. I've seen it come up. I've seen it go down. And every time there's something brand new, everybody wants to do it. Now, you know, fifth wave, I'm talking things like Google Hangouts and Blab and then Anchor and then, and then, you know, StreamYard. Like every time there's, and all of that is doing one thing, which is helping teachers and students tell their stories. And that's my focus. That's what I, you know, consistently talk about preach about whenever i have a chance or even this year at isti we're doing a two-hour playground session uh tuesday from three to five all about how do you help students tell their stories through the use of audio and video and i don't call it a podcast i just call it tell me about yourself and that then leads into tell me about the story tell me about the history tell me about the event tell me about your day i have this wacky belief that goes like this we have 13 years with our students and we only have one goal. And that goal is to get them to answer one question. And if they can't answer that one question, did we do our job? And they, and that question that they have to answer is tell me about yourself because if they can't, what's the second question someone's going to ask you on a job interview? Cause if you're not going to get the first one, Thanks. Right. So my whole deal is helping students and teachers be able to tell a story, whether that be with a microphone, a camera, written blog, writing, presentation, speak, whatever it is. Um, can you tell a story? And I love that. Now that's awesome. I mean, I think of like the concept of another way to say it would be like, you know, we soft skills. And that's exactly what that is. You break it down to its bare essentials. Can you tell the story? That can. You have that can that could drive to a first grader. That could drive to a fifth grader. That could drive to a, a senior. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You're gonna say, Dom? No, say so that like you were saying that that fits because that can adjust any level they're at, no matter what age level. They ha they should be able to do that, and that's a skill that's very important. Every story has three things: a beginning, a middle, and an end. And can you put that together in thirty seconds? Can you put that together in five paragraphs? I do a lot of work with podcasters and, you know, one of my favorite lessons as a coach is called the five paragraph podcast where you get a bunch of kids together and you write a five paragraph essay. But then from there, you break that down. Everybody discusses paragraph one. Person one has paragraph two. Person two has paragraph three. Person four has paragraph, you know, so that way they're doing an individual show, if you will. And then everybody discusses it at the end. You take your five paragraph essay, you now have five individual podcast episodes, two minutes long, whatever it is. You're now working your way through that SAMR model. And then all throughout there, you're teaching students how to be themselves on a microphone or in front of a camera or under pressure or whatever the situation is. Can you help your students tell a story? That's awesome. What, uh, what you know, just to go into the geek side of it, because that's what we do. Sure. What, uh, what kind of tech are you are the schools using that you're working with? You know, people ask me all the time. I've actually got two emails that came in today of, hey, I've got $20 million. What kind of a podcasting setup do I need? And my answer is simple. Uh, pencil and paper. And, and I, I really start there. Like you don't need a microphone to teach a kid how to podcast. If they've got a Chromebook or a laptop, they have a front facing camera. They already have a microphone. And look, we can we can build you a podcasting studio. You can reach out to me over at podcastingwithstudents.com. Um, but really what it comes down to is you already have the equipment to do it. What you need is the ability to help your students tell the story because content is king. 
you know, you and I have talked about this. You know, what makes a good podcast? What what do I need? How many hundreds of dollars of a micro? Just make good content. People yeah. always ask, how do I get a sponsor? Just make good content. And if I can get a third grader how to, to learn how to do that, then I can make a fifth grader learn how to do that. Then I can make an 11th grader learn how to do that. And I can get a 12th grader into college. And I think the other bit of advice that piggybacks right along with that that you've said to me is just start. Just start. Just start, you know, the, fir the first 50 episodes are going to be bad. Just accept it. You're going to move on. I've worked with so many other podcasters out there and yeah, the first 15 episodes are not going to be as good as the next 15 episodes and they're not going to be as good as the next. I mean, I've been doing this for 11 years. One of these days I'm going to get it right. So we're just going to have some fun with this and, you know, go from there. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So now let's go ahead and let's, Let's change focus now. One question I usually ask at the beginning, but you know what we jumped right into, and that's awesome. That's why I love But What would you claim your superpower is? I can put three kids to bed with under 45 minutes an hour before this podcast starts. Um, <laughs> All right, drop the mic. It's out. That's good. <laughs> there are a lot of people that will ask for that. <laughs> but, but, but seriously, I... One of the things that I love being able to do is to translate. And what I mean by that, I mean that differently than what you know most people look at as like a, a language thing. But I'm a conductor, right? You know that, Eric. I, I'm a music director. I've got my, my master's degrees in orchestral. My job as a conductor is to take what the composer wants translate it into body language into words into whatever and get the orchestra to realize the concept that the composer had well in the ed tech world i i i have the opportunity to let's just say work with microsoft and i know what a one note can do somehow i need to be able to translate that into words that a third grade teacher would want or that a third grade student would want or what an ISTE session would want, which is different than what an ed camp would want, which is different than you and I talking on the phone. And you're like, how do I, 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 I love being able to take a concept again, like podcasting or storytelling and be able to translate it into anything that I need to get the message across that it's not about the podcast. It's about the skill of storytelling to go back to that. So it's not the tool, it's the skill and helping people understand that technology has a plug. Digital learning has a future. Technology is going to change tomorrow. Digital learning is going to be with you forever. And I've, I had a superpower. It's, I, I love being able to be the conduit between the composer and the orchestra or between the, you know, the, 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 the digital learning skill and the application in the classroom. That's a fantastic superpower because, like you said, being able to reach your audience and make it meaningful to them no matter what level, that's what it's all about. You have to be able to do that for people to, even at the same age level, students – have different likes and dislikes and different life life experiences to be able to reach them in a way that they're going to not only understand, but be interested in is key. And that's what teacher cast was all about 11 years ago, a place for teachers to help other teachers. Do you like to listen? Great. We can do that. Do you like to read? Great. I got that too. Do you like to watch? Great. I'll do it in video form. Do you want to sit and get great? So audio, video, kinesthetically, all those different learning styles, it still comes down to what does a one note do, but how do you want to consume it? And I think that's where just the coaching naturally came in and said, all right, let's have some fun. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So a lot of great stuff here. I want to dovetail in because really our focus too is to, to nail home ISTE's latest endeavor into podcasts. I know they have some different things going on, but currently with you, you have a new podcast rolling out with ISTE. What it, what is it called and what is it about? One of the things that I had the opportunity to participate in this year is the ISTE Community Leaders Program. It is an amazing opportunity for, for regular folk like us to come together and really create a um, set of obstacles. That's not the right word. Set of things that, that the community of ISTE is going to be able to use. 
So, for instance, in the ISTE Community Leaders Program this year, they did, you know, book talks, book chats. They did social media chats. They did uh, webinars. And one of the other things that they did was we formed a podcasting group. And I had an opportunity to really work with an amazing group, 10 to 15 or so great educators. And we came up with this concept. And the concept and the show is called The Edge. And I don't do it nearly as good as when I have the voiceover stuff over here. But the show is called The Edge. And that could be, you know, living on the edge, the bleeding edge, the cutting edge. But of course, you know how we are. The Educator, right? So it's all those little, you know, things in there. But essentially, it is a show all about celebrating educators, celebrating education, celebrating teachers, accomplishments, etc. Um, the first three episodes are now out. Um, to be fair, they are kind of commercially. You know, the first episode is called What is ISTE? The second episode, which just dropped this week, is called, you know, all about you know what is the ISTE conference? We talk about ISTE in New Orleans. How does it work? We have a fantastic speaker in Rochelle Dene Poth. Um, in our third episode, it talks all about what is ISTE virtually. So that way, if you can't make it on the ground, here's the virtual because there's a lot of good stuff if you can make it virtually. Because of this, I was so giddy and excited. My first episode. Um, well, first of all, all the episodes start off with like a round robin, you know, six, six, five or six teachers all getting together to talk. But then the ending of each of the episodes has a guest, Rochelle. Um, and our third episode is Camilla Gagliola, who, if you don't know, Camilla is like, she is the one that puts the conference together. And now she's doing like the hybrid, like she's amazing. I don't know how she sleeps. She's awesome. But in our first episode, we had Richard Collada. Richard is the CEO of ISTE. So to, to be able to start this pod, pod, uh, pod what do we call it? Pod, podcast. <laughs> Thank you. But in our first episode, we're supported by, endorsed by the CEO, Richard. That was awesome. And to get a one-to-one -one interview with him, and I, I've known Richard for a while. I mean, we haven't really talked, but it was our first time to really sit down and do things on a long form. I've, I've certainly interviewed him before, and ISTE, you know, five minutes here or there, but this was like, 45 minutes with the boss it was awesome so um you could of course find it on apple spotify google amazon you name it check it out uh maybe we can put a link down there or something there it is um but yeah it is it is an amazing project and i'm looking forward to after the conference when we get the band back together and uh we start to look at you know episodes four and five you know we're going to do an episode on stem we're going to bring on some great stem educators an episode on on equity is a focus on digital learning coaching we're you know every month we're going to try to have a theme and i'm looking forward to it it's going to be awesome and the show really does sound amazing like we have great guests on there so all good yep, and there you go you got https colon forward slash forward slash isti TheEdge.Buzzsprout.com. Yep. Uh, easier way of doing it is isti.org forward slash podcast. All there. There you go. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We're still trying to figure out what we can do, you know, um, as far as recording at the conference. But if you see me running around with a microphone, just tackle me. Unless Richard's in front of me. Don't do that then. So. <laughs> Unless you're interviewing him. I, you know what? what? I think most of the pictures I do have of you at a conference is using either a padcaster or some you know other kit that you're running around oh, with and uh, doing a lot there. I have shrunk everything this year. I mean, I remember 10, 11, 9, 8 years ago being in Chicago and Atlanta and Denver and having to bring an extra suitcase with mixers and wires and heavy microphones and extension cords and nope. Everything I'm bringing with me this year literally can fit into my shirt pocket. Oh, wow. Mm, that's amazing. Because it's going to cost an extra hundred bucks for a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say, Dom? No, I was just, I, I was just amazed. Like, you know, I have not followed you, uh, but that's on my list. I just subscribed. It's right there. Plugs right into your phone. Two lav mics. Let's talk. Nice. Nice. Like 40 that. bucks, 60 bucks, whatever yeah. this thing is. Very cool. Rochelle. Yeah. Well, you know, members. Sorry? Yeah, Rochelle actually is a PACT member, yeah. Yeah, Southwest yep. Region. She was my assistant, uh, assistant regional director for a while. Rochelle is absolutely amazing in every single way. Very inspiring to, to, to sit and back and talk to her. 
And it was, and, and even with Michelle, that was the first time I actually had like a long form conversation and why not record it for everybody? So it was great. She, I, I, I look up to her so much. That's she another one. That's another person where you're like, how do they sleep? How are they yeah. able to get time in the day? She does so much. It's amazing. Yeah. And what are you guys going to be doing there? So PACT, uh, we are a state affiliate of ISTE. And so our purpose of being there, you know, we're going to be at the affiliate meetings. Our purpose is to shadow uh, LaCue a little bit, see what they're doing, because the great thing is uh, next year, next summer, Philadelphia, that yeah. Philadelphia you're feeling is going to be uh, ISTE rolling again. And um, and that's another opportunity. I know, I know, Jeff, we've gone back and forth of how can I get more involved? How can I get more involved? Okay, we're working on it, you know. Trying to pull you in a little bit more with uh, that concept in uh, in Philadelphia. Would love to have you doing a little bit more and um, crossing paths in that fashion. That'd be awesome. Philly's my hometown. I'm a five for fiver, and anywhere I can get a Wawa and a cheesesteak, I'm a good guy. So let's let's see what we can do next year. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But yeah, so I you know I'm looking forward to so much. I'm gonna be at the MIE booth doing some work there. Just yeah, you know, just put a put a stint in there. Uh, yep. at the Minecraft booth working with them. I got. Got some questions and some requests for the Google folks. I'm going to visit there. And, of course, we've got a lot of our sponsors are going to be there. Bloom's going to be there. Mm -hmm. uh, Padcaster, I'm sure, will be there doing their different thing. And um, uh, Sam Labs might possibly make it down there. Classlink, link it. You know, just some of the different groups that I have partnered with PACT will, will definitely have a presence on the floor. So, um, And the other thing is we have a, a summit in late July for educators across Pennsylvania. And one thing we do go is, it, you know, we're looking for some some different, uh, some different swag that we're able to possibly mail back and T-shirts or different things that we're able to offer those teachers when they come because, you know, for giving up a week in the summer, we want to have them leave with some valuable tools to, to take back to their kids. So, of course, we'll be talking there and talking to some different vendors and even, you know, looking for sponsorships. So it's business I, and pleasure. I wish you the best with that. I've never been good at giving out swag. People usually look at me and teacher cast and they expect shirts. I'm trying to give away a triplet for a week. They... It, <laughs> Maybe I'm doing something wrong. I'm not sure. Hey, if I can figure out how to throw them and have them safely caught by one of the teachers, we can yeah. make it happen. But yeah, yeah. we'll have to experiment. We'll have to... But, but then they're always asking the same question. Like, why is it always the same triplet? Why? <laughs> <laughs> so the beauty yeah. about the summit is once we throw it out, they take it. It then leaves at the end of the week. They yes. might have to give yours back. So I don't know. I might be a little rubber band activity there. But yeah, that's as, funny stuff. Yeah. As long as it's a tax write-off, I'm I'm okay with whatever happens. So we're all good here. Uh here one second. My audio cut out for one second. Let me switch over. Oh, all good. Classic. I like the setup. I love the show. Um I, I'm, I, I know for me this year, I'm so looking forward to getting together with people, getting a chance to, you know, just walk around. I've never been down to New Orleans. I've never had a chance to, to go down there. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, I'm so, so looking down. I'm going to be going down on Saturday and stay in the full week. Nice. Dom, when are you flying in? I'm not flying in. I did not get a chance to go to this ISTE. Ah. Um, I will be driving my daughter back and forth to school tennis pr uh, practice nice. that week. But well, I do I'm, know I'm looking forward to Philadelphia. Yeah. Well, you know, you're talking about walking around. I caught the tail end of that. One of our our sponsorship chair, Missy Halcott, is very excited to kind of hear about the the Gator tours and uh, Gator bait tours and things of that nature. So she's uh, excited to kind of figure out where she can go for that. But um, we'll so what see. you're saying is she's chomping at the fact that she never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> it seems that way. It seems that way. We have a little Slack set up, and one of the people was like, because uh, the channel was made for that, and her comment was, what does this mean? <laughs> so, no, I mean, the waterfront stuff, I know uh, our former past president, uh, Scott Snyder, will be down there with us, and uh, we have uh, our current president, Ben Smith, is working on the program committee with Camilla and some great people doing some work there. So anytime we can get away and just, you know, absorb the local sites, you know, definitely great, and um you know, we're always looking for tips for a nice place to grab a, a unique, uh, you know, Louisiana, New Orleans kind of meal. So that'll well, be let, the exciting part. Let, let me ask you this, because this is obviously your, you know, you've been, been to ISTE many times, but this is really like the, okay, we're next, right? It's almost mm -hmm. like, you know, you're like, 
you're hosting the next Olympics or, you know, like those kinds right. of things in your mind. Notice I'm putting the podcaster hat on here. Yeah, what man. makes a good ISTE? Like what, what do you want to take away from? Cause Dom's doing the virtual, you're doing the physical here. Like what do you hope to take away that you can maybe bring into Philadelphia? I think the couple of things we look for are, you know, impactful. How was it impactful? Were, were the sessions lined up in a way that really spoke to the people, kind of had the vibe of what's going on in education, what people need? Uh, the other thing is the social impact. What are they doing locally? You know, through ISTE, through all these educators that are coming together, whether it's working something with the legislature, whether it's doing something with a population of people in the area, what is what is that that impact that ISTE's having? Not just you show up for a week and then you leave. You know, what is there that 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 is left behind? Not legacy, you know, not necessarily to that aspect, but in that realm. You know, what are we doing um, to better that area? You know, and then you know, just it's it's continually just for a lot of us. It's it's relax and recharge. Like we're recharging. What does ISTE do? It recharges you, gets you fired up, sharpening yeah, your tools. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of relaxing down there though. No, it's going to be different, right? It's going to be different, especially for people that are hopping and jumping like you. Yeah. It's a whole other level. But yeah, yeah so yeah. that's one of the big things for us. See how they're doing, what what different things. Because every every ISTE has your your unique thing. You know, first time Playgrounds came out. You know, the first time, I mean, we, we talked about like back when the bloggers den was like real big. And then that fell. Now is the podcasting thing going to take its place? Like there's, there's always something that ISTE's got their pulse on. Um, so if you'll get that feel for what LeCue and ISTE worked together, what they felt, um, I'll tell you one thing that's caught my eye this year. Um, LeCue is doing like a pre-conference mm -hmm. right before the opening day. And I think that's interesting. They got a great speaker. Um, and, um, and there's so many of those things, you know, a, a, a good mutual friend of ours always runs teach meet there. And now Microsoft has a Sunday thing. And you said there's a, there's a Saturday event. And then, you know, if you're really, really, really early, you can do it on a Friday as well. And, you know, if you really, really want to stay late, like August 12th, they're still doing something. I mean, there's a lot of things going on at that. ISTE really is whatever you want to make it, sure. you know, whether you're, like myself, you know, I, I, I'm scheduling a ton of interviews with companies and with educators. That's my ISTE, right? I'm going to learn everything just by going to the sources. Or you might go, you know, room hopping and see everything. Or you might spend 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes and do an hour, but with three different types of people or sessions. The nice thing about ISTE is you can make this whatever you want to make it. And I think that's absolutely awesome. I think, Eric, the only question that we need to be asking next year as we get prepared for ISTE is the classic question that every person that enters Philadelphia needs to have answered. Whiz or American? <laughs> where where did uh, you land on that one, Eric? Well, you know, uh, my wife has spent many a year in Philadelphia. And uh, just the other day, I ordered a cheesesteak and I looked at the woman and I said, if you don't have wit whiz, I can't eat it. And she laughed and said, we got it. So it's got to be Whit Wiz in the Verno household. <laughs> How about you, Dom, the Western PA side? What's the preference uh, there? I'm a Yinzer. I go provolone. I got I got an argument years ago in Philadelphia. They put cheese Whiz on. And I looked, I'm like, where's the provolone? And that was, that was not good. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just the Italian Yinzer in me. It's like, you know, provolone, peppers, and onions. True we want to hear what you guys say. What, what do you want in your? You <laughs> uh, now, now, when you're in Philly, because you you grew up in that area for you know, I did you were there for a long time. Uh, so where's, your, where's your preferential stop for a cheesesteak? Jim's uh, um, um, Fourth and South. That's which what I, if that's, you're, where, that's where we go. Yep. Which if you're at the convention center, it's a 15 minute long walk, and Jim's Fourth and South. Yeah, really devastated, not to go too political here, but really devastated that there was an incident in Philly like right on that corner like last yeah. week or two weeks ago. But um, yeah, 4th and South, got to do it. Yeah. And, if you're, and if you're on your way back, you can stop right by the Kimmel Center where you get your Rita's water ice. So all of that stuff there. I know, like we're talking food for like 13 months from now. I understand. Right. <laughs> and the other big one was when I went 2015, the first time I was at ISTE in Philadelphia, um, the Broccoli Rob. Right across yeah. the street, it's an acquired taste. Yeah, well, I had to try it. And, and that was the next question. You do the 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 broccoli. Look at us. The broccoli rob or the pretzel? 
right? Like you gotta you right, gotta right. have these different things. Uh-huh. Yep. And that's after hitting the wawa on the way in. Of course, there's they do it just a little bit better. <laughs> Most definitely. Most definitely. Well, hey, I, I truly appreciate the conversation. I appreciate the friendship, yeah. Jeff. I know I got an awesome opportunity to even I was supposed to help you and turned out co presenting with you at NCCE for their live um, concept. I didn't brief Mar I didn't bring Marvin the Martian for my classroom to be back here, although I did think that would have been funny if I would have thought of that earlier. He loved my Marvin the Martian poster. And We're um, having fun. <laughs> it was good. So, well, hey, I, I greatly appreciate you, you know, spending time away from your family. I know it's uh, hopefully still quiet time going on there. And, um, you know, I, I look forward to connecting down the road, even talking about gear and product and things of that nature, you know, as we're continually in, improving and gaining and growing. I know Dom and I have talked about different things and have, you know, some things to send you to tap you for your, your thoughts and uh, thoughts and feelings on some different stuff. So I, I truly appreciate it, man. Go birds. There you go. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, everybody. You can always find me over at teachercast.net and, uh, you know, all things teachercast on social media. So hope to see you guys over there. All right. Well, thank you, sir. I I truly appreciate your time. Absolutely. All right, man. Take care. All right. What a guest. What a guy. Unbelievable. He's phenomenal. Phenomenal what he does. I love the fact that he said, hey, we're just going to talk. No questions. Rolls with it. He's good. I I like the trans. The translator, translation. Yeah. Superpower. That That's key. Yeah. It was awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Uh, I was afraid right. I was going to drive him off with the provolone, peppers, and onions comment on the cheesesteaks. You guys have that Eastern connection. <laughs> <laughs> he's having fun in the, he's having fun in the backstage right now. That's the big oh, thing. We, oh, we, we, we <laughs> he was trying to catch in. you. <laughs> we brought you back in. Uh-huh. What was your, what, what guest do you have there, Jeff? Yeah. Oh, this is my co-host. It's uh, Sweetums. <laughs> when he's missing Verno, he just breaks that out. It's the closest thing he's got to the beard. Because why not, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll let you guys go. Have a good one. <laughs> All right, brother man. Thank you. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, love it. All right. Well, I guess we got to like crank out some tech notes and then get some other things on uh, on the note. What do you think? Get, get some... Yeah. Uh, Talk about some things we're using technology. I know you got some exciting stuff, so let's hit the transition. Here we go. All right, well, we'll let you kick this one off first there, uh, Kimosabi. Okay, well, in the spirit of, in the spirit of, podcasting um i have a couple podcasts i have my classroom podcast which is just like an update for what's going on with um school and then i have a a personal podcast where i just kind of rant and rave about all kinds of weird things football um weather stuff like that and i use anchor for my personal one and anchor is free and uh, we post a lot of our uh, PACT pod to the audio podcast through Anchor but the nice thing with Anchor it's like you said it's free I don't have a lot of action on this um, because I haven't really used it that much this year but it's mobile it's from your computer you can bring other people in it gives you um, scroll through this here like if I go into My dashboard. Okay. I want to go to new episode. Create an episode. You can either upload stuff. You can record live from your computer. You can record stuff. This doesn't let you broadcast live. But you record all of your um, files. And you just drag and drop them over into the other side of the column. And you have a podcast. It gives you um, library. I've put in. Some music I made in um, Magic Garage Band. My daughter made some music for my podcast in Garage Band, so I put those in there. You can drag and drop those in. You can record messages, um, have people leave messages to put in your podcast. They give you transitions, uh, sound effects, and they give you 
open source music you are allowed to use. So everything's self-contained. You don't have to come up with, um, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to go and do searches for open source music or find um, royalty-free music. They give you everything you need. And on your phone, and I don't have my second camera set up to do this, but you can also like invite people to come in and record. So if the three of us were doing this over Anchor, it's just an audio podcast, I could send out a link from my phone any number of ways and have you guys join and record. So it's for it's very powerful and it's free. Um, and you can, as you go back to my dashboard, I've earned a dollar fourteen over the last three years. I am well on my way towards retirement with uh, <laughs> those earnings. <laughs> so you can monetize it and you pick and choose what ads you want. So you can um, keep it appropriate for your audience. You're not going to get hit with bizarro ads. Um, so you have control over that and it's free. It, it, it's a neat little tool. Um, when I started like, you know, the random thoughts and rants, it was during um, the Steelers when we had that big, you know, undefeated run for a while and then the bottom fell out and, all that fun stuff. But uh, that's my tech tool is, you know, along the lines of podcasting. Um, Anchor, it's free, which is the big thing. Um, you know, and, and you could also do um, video streams to that also. I haven't tried that yet, but it's a neat little tool. And if you're, if you're trying to get into, into this, it's free. It gives you, it's all drag and drop. Record, drag things over, put them in the order you want. And it's fairly simple to use. What is your tech tip, tech tool? Uh, one of us. Yeah, so I'm going to go hear you. Uh, kick in a little old school. There used to be. Nope, that might have been me. All right, can you hear me now? Yes. All right, so we're going to go with this. Uh, old school a little bit. Google Reader used to be a big thing that was out, and um, they kind of started to pull back a little bit, and then eventually, you know, killing it off as I believe there is a graveyard of you know products killed by Google uh, on their campus. Um, and then a, a company Feedly kind of came out to kind of take up their, uh, take up that space. And what Feedly is, is every website has a thing called an RSS feed. And when you tie into the RSS feed, you can pull in different blogs into one spot. So as opposed to you, you know, in, in Microsoft Edge, making collections, you know, having a go using open tab in Chrome, as an extension, having all these websites that you always visit, you know, pull it back up, pull them all open. You can have all of these things come into one spot because really, in you know, the end of the day, it's convenience. Whatever device I'm on, whether I'm on a, a computer, whether I'm on a cell phone, I want to have that all in the same spot. Ideally, if I already read these three articles and moved on, I want to be able to, you know, pick up where I left off. So uh, Feedly is a site that I use uh, a lot. All right. I used to joke about my wife is really into reading books and I read blogs. We were going to come up with a website. You know, she reads books, he reads blogs. And um, so I have a lot of different things where I can organize it, like Android slash Google. You know, when I switched over to the, the dark side of Android, you know, using the different things. So it's pulling some different websites I put in there, automatically categorizing them, uh, put it, categorizing it, putting it into a folder, nice and organized. Uh, the Microsoft, the Surface stuff that I do, the Office 365, all the things I'm pulling in there, the mobile tech, uh, ed tech productivity, technology, frugal stuff, education. I'm a geek on pens, a guy who loves surfaces and ink. But yet, you know what? There's something about a fountain pen. So um, I have the ability to kind of pull it in. When I click in, just focus on these. I can scroll through. I could read the quick article. Uh, let's see, iPhone 14's camera. From here, I can push it out. I can create a board. That's right within the Feedly platform. I can kick it over to, you know, my first purple love, OneNote. Uh, I can I can push it over into Pocket. And Pocket is another kind of I've curated this list of items that I want to read later, and that's sitting in Pocket. I guess the name from literally it's in your pocket on your phone that you can read. And then from there, I'll usually kick it to uh, the newsletter that I that I've been working on. Um, if I want to copy the link in the clipboard to be able to paste somewhere else, if you use uh, the program Buffer. So if you're working on pushing things out uh, with your multimedia. Buffer is a great app to use. Uh, we'll feature it one day so I can go into specifics, but uh, you can kick out to three different, I believe, social streams at once for free that may have changed. 
I've not delved into it too much lately to see exactly what's kicking out. But with the click of a button, you're pushing out to, say, Twitter. You're pushing out to Facebook, LinkedIn, um, different things of that nature. And you can time it up. All right. Um, and then, there's, you know, there's... go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I would say that's just custom, curious. your email, uh, even LinkedIn's there and Twitter. All right. And then even if you're doing a WordPress blog. Uh, but if you're looking at, okay, well, how, okay, I have a website. How do I pull it in? So quick demo. So let's say we're in uh, going to Eduspire, one of the PACT uh, organization's venture sponsor. And in here, they actually have a blog. All right. So when you're looking up top, okay. Um, let's see here. Get it clicking. All right. So under here about, they have a blog section. So when I click on that, ideally, that's where you want to go to a website. You want to find their blog. Sometimes if you pull the URL, Feedly is going to be able to pull that specific RSS. So I pulled up their blog, their latest, How to Achieve Growth Mindset. So I'm going to go ahead and copy the URL. Now, when I'm in Feedly, all right, on the left bar side here, I have the little power search or follow a website. So this one I'm going to do follow a website. Next, I'll show you power search. So follow a website. I click it. There's a lot of different things that you could pull in and kind of scroll through. As I've read, you know, the AI in the back end says, oh, he reads a lot about this. He reads a lot about that. You know, he stopped at this. He read that. Um, but specifically, I want this site. So I click in here and I'm going to paste the site. And then when I do, it pulls up. Oh, do you want the comments for the blog or do you want the actual blog? So when I click it, now it's going to pull it in. It's going to give me stats. It's going to say, OK, well, there's one person that's following through RSS. Other people are accessing it on the web about one article per week. You know, if you get one that says point one article per three months, okay, maybe that's not going to be a worthwhile one. Right now you can say, is this worth my time or not? You know, for productivity purposes, you can make that decision. So I want to follow this blog. I'm going to hit follow. Now I get a choice of all the different folders that I've already created. So I'm going to put this in EdTech, click add. Now it's there. Now when I go into my EdTech, as newer things come up, you know, the, the, you could do, okay, so the newest one two hours ago, Eduspire had a blog. And as you scroll through, it pulls down that EdTech Magazine is talking about ISTE Live 2022. So I can kind of scroll through. Uh, again, this is keeping, you know, as I scroll through, if I just look at the title, I read the little paragraph, add no. When I scroll past, it marks it as already read. So when, when I look at it, now I have a lot of unread here because I've been doing a lot of Minecraft camp this week, so I haven't been on top of it. But I'm pulling in. I think I'm in the ballpark of 500 websites. Oh, wow. Now, with that, that would be 500 websites I'm having to type in URLs. I'm having to click on bookmarks and go to. It's all coming to me. I'm choosing, am I in a, I need to look, am I in an Android mood? Am I in a Microsoft mood? Am I looking at just education technology? I think one I need to have is I'm looking here. I'm like, you know what? I don't have a podcast folder. I need to pull in some different blogs or different things of podcasts. Um, just to read about some different things that they're doing, not the actual podcast, a separate app for that. Power search, though. So in power search, you could do a specific search for a topic. So let's say in school, you know, whether it's hybrid learning, blended learning, maybe your focus is on ratios. Maybe you're talking about, um, you know, the Pythagorean theorem. There you go. I tried to act all smart and got tripped up on words. Right? <laughs> That's how it happens. So, what you know, whatever you want to do, you kind of look in here. Let's say, so again, uh, me being a dork with uh, my tech, say the Galaxy Fold 4 is yet to come out. So I can do a basic word match, and then I can pull this. So right now there's nothing, but I can follow the web alert, and as things start getting published with those as hashtags, it's going to automatically pull that in. So you can kind of scrape the Internet of different things that are being posted, and it's all being pulled into your feedly account it's all being pulled into your blog reader so i'm not having i i don't have to visit 10 15 20 websites it's all going to one and again on any one of my devices on my desktop on my phone uh, wherever i'm checking things out so to me i've been using feedly i pay for their service i have been using this for gosh almost uh well i mean when i got to look whenever google reader died i jumped over to feedly so I'm going to say in the ballpark of a decade or more, yeah. um, absolutely love it. You want to talk about helping yourself be productive, helping yourself utilize your time wisely. This is a, a great tool if you're looking to pull and curate information. Um, yeah. So even when we're looking up topics and stuff, we're able to pull it in. So if you've never been to Feedly, go check it out, feedly.com. You can set up an account for free. 
and then just start pulling some things in that you like. Just tinker with it a little bit. I, I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna love it. Yeah, I, I used this when when Google Reader was killed off. I was despondent. I was like, yeah, it was up there like when they killed Wikispaces on me. Um, <laughs> that was as a Pete the one year. I was like panic, panic at Pete. Um, because I used that a lot. I never got into feed. Yeah, I fiddled with it a little bit, but I never quite got into it. But this something I probably should revisit. Um, you know, and get back in because I love as much as I read books and everything else. I love going through blogs and and keeping up on different things. But I I do the you know um, Apple news feeds and stuff like that. But feedly I think is well worth getting back into because I love Google Reader. That was. Same concept because I was a CFF tech coach at the time. Yeah. So the tech coach and my classroom stuff and teaching economics, psychology, sociology, had everything broken down and all those aggregated everything well. So that's something I probably should get back and revisit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, so as we're uh, ending the tech notes, as we're rounding the corner here, we got some exciting news about the KTI Summit. So what's going to be happening on Thursday at the KTI Summit there, Dom? The... Regional directors will be coming up to Shippensburg to visit the new KTIs. Yeah, so we have, you know, in that ballpark of 100 teachers coming for the week. It's just a all-out geek fest where we're going to be just blowing their minds with all sorts of technology, uh, you know, ways to incorporate it in their classroom. You know, it's it's a, it's a geeked-out make-and-take concept, you know. Um, and we're really trying to listen to their their what their concepts are, what are they looking for, you know, and also keeping in mind the – social emotional connections of where they're at, you know, but just really trying to refuel them because, you know, we work with a hundred teachers and then they go out and each work with 30 kids. It's a great impact we have on education, but and, and I, oh. more importantly on Thursday, what else is going to be happening? Tom? Well, we are going to be broadcasting live. Once again, it will be a different date and a different time for the PACT pod, a different pod channel, a different pod time. Yeah, two different fingers here. Adam West, would like this. Like, Adam West would not like this right now. He would throw it out the window. Nah, I think he would go. I think he'd roll with it. He's pretty <laughs> adaptive. He, he could he could adjust on the fly. He was Batman. He's got Probably something on his cool belt for that. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So we're uh, going to be doing the PACT pod live in front of a live studio audience, and uh, Q Laverne and Shirley in the background, and um, we're going to be interacting with the individuals there. We're going to talk about how do we do this production? How do we do it live? How do we stumble, fumble, and rumble through it and try to make it sound good? And then we're also going to talk about, you know, that little bit of that element of what Jeff was talking about. How can you pull podcasts in, whether it's the creation side or whether it's the consumption side? So our goal is to really kind of hit both angles in that hour time frame we have, but, you know, really driving off of what the audience is looking for. So I'm really excited for that opportunity to kind of do that live in front of the group. Should be exciting. And we're hoping, we're hoping that the people there are going to participate and give us their ideas so it's not just us talking. Yeah. As much as we like to talk, we also like to hear from you guys. Yeah, put, put two Italians on a podcast. A lot of talking yeah. happens. <laughs> All right, so let's see. What else we have in August there? Coming up in the PACT calendar. Ice cream? You got that, Dom? Let me see. Where are we at here? I was checking something on the back end. Sorry about that. All good? We so we do have August eight, August eight, eight, in the northeast. northeast region, but I think I believe it's in the southeast sector. It's close to the border with southeast. Um, the August eighth ice cream meetup. Check pact.org for the details. As always, like we have um, the Bitly that has the glide show of all the different events, but we also have everything listed on pact.org. Your one-stop shop for news and events about PACT? Uh, most definitely. So the South Central region, uh, the region where I live, used to be regional director, um, they've talked about doing a meet and greet to kick off your school year, um, and that's going to be happening in August. They haven't uh, determined the exact time or location yet. Oh, I'm sorry. It's uh, uh, Remake Learning, and it's going to be at the Springgate Winery. So we've got to find exactly where that's going to be. But again, if you go to the bit.ly, uh, forward slash all caps, P-A-E-C-T, lowercase events, E-V-E-N-T-S. Uh, that'll take you to the Glide Show that they have where they put things in. And as things are updated, 
all your location information is going to be there. So, um, but that's going to be exciting to kind of get ready to kick things off. And of course, with all the remake learning that our organization and our state's been really focusing on. Yeah. And we just had a impromptu regional directors meeting today. And I know pretty much all the regions are looking to have something after KTI to get to know the new KTIs and kind of meet up with them and do a follow-up. So check PACT.org for that information. All right. Well, you know, with that, we're going to make sure to thank our sponsors and then work on finishing this out. So let's go ahead and uh, let's roll that footage to thank the organizations that helped make this possible. Sounds good. PAECT would like to thank our corporate council members for their support. Trox, Classlink, Linkit, and Eduspire, along with our gold sponsors, Sam Labs and Padcaster. Thank you again for supporting PAECT. We are the voice of EdTech in Pennsylvania and beyond. All right, one of these days we're going to have that go fully grow through crisp, just a little glitch in there at the end. <laughs> Wouldn't be a pop without it. All right, sir. Well, Dom, thank you so much for being here. Truly appreciate spending the evening with you. Uh, always a good time. Always a good time. I want to thank again our special guest, Jeff Bradbury. Uh, great podcaster. I'm definitely start following his stuff. And look forward to hearing more about, you know, his escapades and checking out his live cast from ISTE. Maybe I'll see you on there. Yeah, you never know. You never know. I, I forgot to ask him if he, if he was able to find the virtually green M&Ms in the green room. I don't know. Nobody's been able to find them. He might have had some insights, so maybe he was enjoying some, just didn't say anything. Uh, well, you know, so thank you all so much for being here, for being on the podcast. Thank you for watching it in the future, listening to it on the audio through Anchor. We truly appreciate it. And, you know, we enjoy bringing you this information every month, and we truly appreciate it. Yeah, it's, you know, we do get feedback from you guys. Please, if you have any questions, any comments, constructive criticism, uh, pod at PACT.org is our email address. Please drop us a line or send us a tweet. Um, you know, respond on social media. We do read your comments. We appreciate the feedback. So thanks for joining us for another PAECT pod. And as always, remember, PAECT, we are. The voice of EdTech in Pennsylvania and beyond. Have a great night. See you, everybody.